It's time for Outside the Box with Lincoln Stars head coach Rocky Russo and Lincoln Stars broadcaster Joel Norman on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back into Outside the Box, being brought to you by Raising Canes here on 93.7 The Ticket. I'm Joel Norman, head coach of the Lincoln Stars. Rocky Russo was with us in the first segment. And in a moment, we're going to be joined by forwards Jared Mangan and Brennan Ali. But just a reminder, the Stars are back in action this Saturday against the Des Moines Buccaneers at 6.05 p.m. And it's Princess and Girls Night at the Icebox. The best way to enjoy that game is going to be with a McDonald's Princess Package. You get four tickets and two tiaras for $65. You can get your package now at lincolnstars.com. And don't forget, the Stars are not in action on Friday night, but you can still have a good night at the Icebox as it's couples night from 6 to 8 p.m. Admission includes two hours of ice skating, skate rental, dinner, drinks, and a movie. And you can get more information by emailing harrison at lincolnstars.com. So as I mentioned, we welcome in Jared Mangan and Brendan Ali to the show. Radio debuts for both. Let the, let the record show. But guys, a great weekend for the Stars. Both 6-3 uh, to three wins last Friday and Saturday against Tri-City. That had to feel pretty good. Having that kind of success against a team who had as much success as they did as the Storm last year. Uh, let's let's simplify things though. What was the biggest reason besides scoring a lot of goals for why you guys won this weekend? I'll start with you, Brennan. Um, I mean, I think I think we really just uh, we we pre scouted them. We uh, knew what they were doing uh, well, and uh, I think you know uh, we were getting pucks on net. We like the week before we weren't getting a lot of pucks on net, getting them low, um, and then we buried our opportunities. Um, and then uh, when I, whenever we got chances, we buried them. So. Um, I think we were able to get out early against Tri-City, and that really helped us. And then once we got up on them, it was really just uh, preventing them from scoring and uh, sticking to the habits we have uh, during practice and uh, games. Jared, obviously you scored in both games. Big reason for the success both nights were some kind of hot stretches you guys had. How cool is that when you guys are kind of in the middle of that? You contributed to that on um, on Saturday's game as well. Yeah, I mean, definitely. We had a great team, so, like, I think – I heard Rocky talk in the other room, but I think, like he said, everyone on the team produces. Like, up and down the lineup, everyone's getting points. Everyone's producing. And it's obviously, like, everyone will get points, like, if we win by six. But, like, there's going to be some games where, like, it's going to be close games. But at the end of the day, I still think those points are going to come from anyone in the lineup. we got a really good team. One of the fun things I enjoyed when I was talking with Rocky before you guys came on is we were talking about how there's so many of you forwards who can play center and a wing. And he brought I brought up you, Jared, and then he brought you up, Brennan, as well. Talk to me about what that's like. Do you prefer center over wing, or are there nights you kind of would rather be a winger than a center? Um, I mean, yeah, Rocky started me off at wing, and uh, ever since I've enjoyed it. I mean, I think I really try to use my speed to my game um, so I can you know enter the zone fast and get behind their D. Um, and then, you know, be hard on the four check as well. So, um, I mean, I think it's good to learn wing and uh, no center because you can be versatile and you play that in college. You'd never know where they want you or in the pros. You never know where they want you. So um, I think it's really smart to know every position. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think I've uh, gotten a lot of chances at wing. So I've, I've enjoyed it. Jared, how about you? I mean, I definitely agree with what he said about the college. Like, it's good to know both. Like, you never know what – if you only play center and you get to college, you're like, we want you to play wing. You're not, like, going to be, like, nervous. Like, you already played wing before. I agree with that, like, completely. 
explain to fans the biggest the biggest difference between playing a wing and playing center. I think the you know the casual fans going to go, well, obviously the center takes faceoffs, but what are some other like responsibilities you have as a center that differs from as a winger? Yeah, I mean, I'd say, um, yeah, like you said, obviously the faceoffs, and then um, you gotta stay below the play. It's a lot more uh, defensive as. And as a winger in the D zone, you kind of just stay on the D man up top. So um, whenever the puck's low, you kind of you're kind of just um, not doing as much. And the center is uh, all over the zone, and they kind of got to be more passive um, and uh, pick their times when to attack. But um, yeah, they need to be more passive for sure. Jared, what are some things you do a little bit differently when you're at center compared to wing? Yeah, definitely. I mean, at center, I feel like I could see the ice more, you know, like you're in the middle. So like you could see left or right, like when you're on wing, you're kind of like just seeing one part of the ice and the other part of the ice. But on center, like you kind of quarterback it, like going up the ice, like other than the D, it's like you and the D kind of working together to quarterback up the ice into the offensive zone. Let's talk about your guys' performances this weekend. Brennan, I'll begin with you. You had the two goals and an assist on Friday night. I think any fan who's watching you closely notices that speed is a big part of your game. Uh, talk to me about how you kind of can create your own rushes. There's been a couple of times where I'll see the defenseman kind of drop the puck off and let you take it into the zone. Yeah, I mean, um, I I really have been focusing on that over the past couple of years. Um, obviously, like lifting weights and whatnot and off-season stuff I've been focusing on speed and then um, obviously trying to work the puck wide uh, around the D um, I'm trying to get better at that and um, yeah I mean it's it's showed sometimes and uh, I still got a lot of work to do I'd say with that but um, yeah I mean it's it's good. Jared you had a goal both Friday and Saturday the one on Friday stood out to me a little bit more it didn't look like you had much of an angle on that cross ice pass from Keaton Peters I liked watching the re- I watched that replay a couple of times because Keaton was just holding the puck in the corner to the left of the net, and then he kind of waited for you. You started to come into the faceoff circle, then you kind of saw what he was thinking. You went back to the blue line, you made your run toward the net. That was a nice little run, but the shot was even better. How'd you How'd you get that puck through? There was hardly an angle on any replay we saw. I mean, yeah, definitely just squirted in, but it was a unreal pass by Keats there and. I, I saw him in the corner, and I was like, I thought I was going to pass it up to D, then go over to me, and then he's kind of held it, so I was like, all right, I'm just going to go to the net, like, he'll find me back door. How does that communication work? Is that just a little, is it a head nod? Is it something like just you guys knowing each other well enough, you're knowing, okay, he wants me to go on a run here? I think it's just like, the more we've been practicing, the more like, in the locker room, just like, like, the more connected we get, like, the more like, you know what someone else is going to do, like, in practice, like, you see, like, their habits, and like... I think we just got a good connection. I got a good connection with everybody on the team, and, like, the whole team is really, like, tight-knit, and that helps when you're, like, in situations like that. I had to be really nice, too, this weekend. Uh, first road game since the games in Pittsburgh about a month ago. Uh, you guys went on the road. It's got to be nice to have those bus trips every once in a while, especially when it's, you know, under a, you know, well, how long was that to Pittsburgh? That was like 16. Yeah, yeah something like so that. Much. That was a little more. <laughs> so just a two-hour trip doing to Tri-City a little bit easier. Uh, how nice was that to get on the bus for you guys? you got to enjoy parts of that, especially after a four-point weekend. Yeah, I mean, that was a lot of fun. Um Obviously, after a game, it's a uh, it's a great time sweeping Tri City, and then we had um, we had some singing going along in the bus. So we had all the rookies uh, doing some singing and whatnot. And uh, I forgot exactly what song I had to do. So I'm a rookie, and I had to sing a Pitbull song. Um, looked at the lyrics on Spotify in front of the whole team. Uh, it was a great time, though. You know, Jared, who had the best voice on the team? Uh 
Selfishly, I would say me. But what was your song? I don't know if I remember that. Uh, I don't know your voice as well enough yet. I did like kind of like a low, like kind of love song. Okay. A little trying to <laughs> trying to give it to the boys a little bit, but I'd say Sparksy was pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Okay. It was I wasn't sure who was there. What to me there wasn't anyone who particularly stood out. No offense to you guys, but that's why you're hockey players instead, of course. But uh, but it had to be nice. I mean, you guys get a road trip like that. It, obviously, it's a lot better to come back after a win and, and an emotional win because of how that game turned out. It got a little bit chippy. I talked about this with Rocky in the third period. How'd you guys kind of keep your cool that night? Obviously, you see a team for six periods over a 24-hour span you're going to get frustrated. How do you keep your cool in a game you've got in control and you don't let it spiral out of control? Um, I think, I mean, I was feeling a little bit. I got a, I drew a high sticking penalty and I was obviously after the whistles and stuff, they're trying to hit you. So um, I think you just focus on the fact that you're winning the game. And, and if you take like retaliatory penalties, um, that'll give them a chance to come back and score on the power play and whatnot. So um, just being focused and, uh, staying calm and not buying into you know their type of stuff and just uh yeah being focused for sure jared it's a situation like that it's easy for things to unravel you know is it one of those things you almost just i see guys do, it's almost like they laugh it off when the other team tries to start something do you, you kind of do that or what yeah, do you do i i kind of laugh it off a little bit like just kind of it's not really my game either i try to get a little physical and be physical at times for the guys and stand up for like my teammates and stuff but, um, yeah, I mean, just keeping your cool. Just laugh at them. We're winning. What's yeah. there to do? Hagen Mo ended up dropping the gloves on Saturday. Uh, Rocky said it was a good fight. He got some good wax in. Uh, give me, we haven't really seen a ton of fights. We've seen a, we saw a few in the preseason, which was exciting. I think it made those games a little juicier. Uh, give me a, your guys' feedback on how Hagen did that fight. Would you have done a few things differently, or was it just a, did he do a pretty good job? Uh, I think he did a great job. I mean, he got um, a stick to the back of the head. So, yeah. I mean, I probably would have done the same thing if that happens. He would, he didn't seem too happy, and, you know, you're going to defend yourself. So, um, he did the right thing, and he won that fight. So, uh, I mean, it was really fun to watch, especially yeah. when you're winning as well and you're sweeping them. So, um, it was a good time. It Jared, was super fun to watch. What were your thoughts on his fight, Jared? I thought he did unbelievable. Great job. <laughs> I mean – I think at the end, too, he, like, smushed his face in the ice, too, like, rubbing it in the snow, which is pretty good. I like that. Have either of you two been in a fight at the junior level? And if uh, so, did you win it? Or have you had a lot? You don't remember all of them? Yeah, I had one uh, preseason. I think it was first, That's right. first game against Tri-City, actually. Right. We had three fights that game, and it was kind of crazy because it's, you know, preseason and whatnot. But uh, yeah. I had uh, – I fought some kid, and he uh, – I didn't really want to go that bad because, I, you know, I'm like, it's preseason game. He catches me with one punch, and then I kind of lost it, and um, and I won that fight for sure. And, <laughs> I mean, like, you kind of black out when that's going on. So, um, it's a good experience, I guess. You want to defend yourself, but I'm not, you know, I'm not a fighting type of player. But if somebody's going to come at me, like, I'm not afraid to fight, so. Jared, I've lost track of all the preseason fights, clearly, because I forgot Brennan was in. Were you in one as well or not? I, I was not in one. Okay. I agree with Brennan on what he said, though. He definitely won that. You kind of killed him. but <laughs> I, That first game was uh, the preseason was wild. I had, I had arrived in town the day before, so I was still trying to remember who was who numbers-wise, and I kept thinking, is this what the USHL is? We're just going to fight you know, every night now, at least once or twice? And I'm not saying I would mind it if it was the case, but you know, obviously it hasn't been. 
Let me ask you guys about that. What's your thoughts on fighting in the game in general? Obviously, at the NHL level, it's toned down a lot. I've always been of the opinion, I think there's a place for it. If it's for, you know, if one of your teammates gets a bad hit, you've got to, you've got to answer the bell. That guy's got to answer. Someone's got to go get him. For the most part, though, I see why people don't want them. What's your take on something like that? Yeah, I mean, as long as it doesn't get away from the game and uh, doesn't disrupt, like, the game and the skill and whatnot, and uh, it's just not a goon fest out there, um, and it's still entertaining to watch, then I think uh, it's, it's a great piece to it. And like you said, like, if somebody gets hurt, it's good to stand up for your teammates. And, um, you know, people make a living doing that in, like, the NHL and whatnot, just being intimidating. But uh, I think, you know, how much there is right now is a good amount. Not too much and, you know, not too little. Just got to stay like that, yeah. I think the one thing I remember from early in the season was the second game in Pittsburgh. Uh, Patrick Raftery took a big hit in that first period, and it didn't end up being a fight, but Jack Sparks was ready to go fight. I mean, I'm sure that was right in front of your bench. You guys clearly remember that. I mean, I remember thinking that that was a momentum shifter. Even though he didn't get into a fight, the fact that he made a beeline over there, and then clearly it showed with how the rest of that game went, the 6 nothing shutout victory. We're going to take a quick break here, and we're going to have more in just a moment here on Outside the Box, being brought to you by Raising Canes. I'm Joel Norman, Jared Mangan, and Brendan Ali with me. We'll be back on 93.7 The Ticket. 